and welcome to episode 338 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for July 24th, 2021, Dominic. I am one of your co-hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Man, last week of July, man, we only yeah. got like a month of like summer. Oh, well, a little over a month, a little over a month of summer left, officially. Until we get, darn, September's almost here, man. Like, think about last year. Last year felt so long because that's when the COVID, like, first happened. I mean... It did, but it also didn't. Like, every day felt long or every week felt long, but it was over in no time, which is kind of, I don't know. Even this year kind of feels like that. I don't know, man. For me, it wasn't because, like I said, I I thought movies that came out in 2000... um, I mean, what was it? 2011? 2019. 2019. I said 2019. No, 2020. No, 2020. Movies that came out in 2020. So like right before the pandemic stuff. Yeah, I felt like they were so... I thought they were 2019. I thought they were 2019. That makes sense, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, maybe the end, like when football season started, things seemed to speed up. But Mm -hmm. between March... And like August, when no sports was happening, like nothing was nothing was happening, nothing was yeah. happening. Uh, that was long. That was long. But this summer, yeah, it's, it's kind of going by, and I'm kind of happy because I wanted to get out this fucking heat. So <laughs> definitely feels like the weather's kind of already gotten into the fall feeling. Like even some of the trees already look like they've turned. That's probably because the cadence took the sap out the tree. That's that's probably true. <laughs> I saw this. There was this bug on my car the other day that looked like a cicada, like it was its size, but it was all black and like its wings were solid. They weren't, you know, kind of like papery looking. That's like the alpha cicada. cicada. Wings are. It's it's scary. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> Me and one of the guys at work were just kind of staring at it, and then it just like came flying at my head. Finally, when it decided it was done crawling around the top of my car, it's like oh my god. <laughs> Give me this Kata virus. All right. So what's happening? We got the Olympics have started. Yeah. I haven't really been watching any of it. Have you watched any of it? No, I haven't seen anything yet. I, I'm going to go back on the Peacock app and maybe check out some of the opening ceremony stuff or find some clips online or something. Yeah, I did watch a little bit did. of the clip of a part where they were just going through a slew of video game music. Like it was Final That's Fantasy, cool. Dragon Quest. Um, some other Japanese games, not the Nintendo though. Uh, so I'm thinking it's like Nintendo said no, even though they have Mario and Sonic Olympics and shit, but right. they're like, yeah, no, you cannot. Maybe they do did this. the Mario and Sonic Olympics music, and you just couldn't tell because nobody knows what the fuck music that is. Yeah, uh, cause let, let me see, cause I got this article. Yeah, I'm trying to see. They got Chrono Trigger Robo's theme. I like that. Yeah, that was a little upbeat theme. Final Fantasy main theme. Okay. Kingdom Hearts Olympus Coliseum. Oh, okay, that Kingdom makes Hearts. sense. That makes sense. Olympus Coliseum. They did Final Fantasy. You know, Final Fantasy. I think Square must have paid them. Um, Final <laughs> Fantasy Victory like Fanfare. Tales of series. The Tales of series. Um, yeah. Slay's theme Guru. Um, if you know if you know Tales, I guess you know who that is. Um, Monster Hunter. <laughs> Proof of a Hero. Guess Capcom paid them too. Sonic the Hedgehog, Starlight Zone. Oh, Starlight Zone from Sonic One. That was great. I remember, uh, like my, my aunt 
she used to love when my cousin used to get to that stage because she said she used to love that song. She used to love that music. <laughs> uh, nice. They had another Kingdom Hearts uh, music, Heroes Fanfare, and Saga Series, the Saga Series 2, uh, Makai Genyu Poetry Saga Series Melody 2016, and the Soul Calibur, the Brave New Stage of um, History. Oh, they got Winning Eleven Pro Soccer music. I guess they got they have their <laughs> own music. Okay, e football walk on theme. Yeah, so Ace Combat too. Ace Combat First Flight. Interesting. They had another Chrono Trigger Frog theme. Yeah, so yeah, it looks like it's uh, Capcom. What is um Ace Combat? Is that Napco? That's that's still Napco. That sounds right. Which would also be Soul Calibur, right? Yeah. So it makes sense. They still, yeah. They maybe they maybe they paid. They say, hey, we can put our music in there. I'm surprised Nintendo they had like the Mario. Come on, like Mario. Come on, yeah. It's, it's just so iconic. Like, come on. Like, is that even right how they announced these Olympics? Then they had like Mario coming out of a tube. And oh, stuff? and look, even an article even said that. It said, I'm a little sad to see that there were no Nintendo tracks featured. Maybe it's all Nintendo on the closing show. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. Oh, yeah, Liana Rupert wrote an argue, a article about the music they did Where's on the Sega Game Informer. Uh, there was a Sega. I told you, Son- Sonic. Oh, yeah, okay. You did Starlight Zone. Ah, oh, it's fucking completely blanked out. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that, so, that was, that was, that's cool. Um, I didn't see... Uh, yeah, I might check out the opening ceremony stuff, too. Because that, that stuff usually is all right, man. Like, mm-hmm. I I like it. I remember China was great. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I don't ever. It was all the drummers and one. stuff, right? Yeah, I never knew a bad one. Uh, really, they all seem interesting. So yeah, I might check that out. It's just sad though. Like, it's it's an empty stadium. Mm-hmm. It's an empty stadium. Like people aren't cheering and stuff. It's just man, it just feels so weird. It, um, seeing that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So now let's talk about what's going on with sports. So in baseball, big news. The Cleveland Indians is no more. They are officially now, well, officially are going to be the Guardians at the end of the season, after the season's over with. There will be the Cleveland Guardians, which apparently is like statues that show up around Cleveland. Uh, oh, okay. That, there's some history stuff to it. I didn't really I read just too figured much they into took it because, like, it's basically Indians with a couple extra letters. Yeah, uh, that could be that too. But they, it actually <laughs> makes it. It's something that makes sense for them, so okay. it's not something just out of the blue, you know. It, they said mm-hmm. like it looks because the symbol these days guardians apparently around Cleveland. I guess I wonder what they mean. What's the meaning behind that? But yeah, the logo you said you said it looked okay to you. Yeah, I kind of like it. Sorry, right. okay. A little baseball with the little wings on the side made of G's. Just the spelling of like when it's written guardians. It, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm like, did it? Well, did it have to make it look like? The Indians can they yeah, just do that's something what it feels else? Like they just did that, but like the G, I think specifically the G looks weird in that font, so it just yeah looks it's, off. It's a little too uh, boxy, too angular. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, but other than that, I, I mean, I, I don't mind the name. It's it's it's, it's all right. So yeah, so now we just got to wait for the Washington team. But yeah. I, I didn't hear anything about the Blackhawks. I didn't hear about the Kansas City Chiefs. I guess that's fine because mm-hmm. Chiefs is kind of. I didn't hear anybody complaining yet. Put it like that, right. and they said it's they had also no kind of generic enough to like. Yeah, you could maybe just get away with changing the logo if you if you had to. Yeah, just change it to the main like like Fire Chief. 
<laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> Support our troops, Dominic. Yeah. And by troops, I mean fire fighters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they could do that. The Blackhawks, I don't know how they're getting away with it. Maybe they just, like, who cares? Only a bunch of white people watch hockey, so we won't give a fuck. <laughs> you, you can't really boycott the people that watch it. Don't give a shit. And y'all don't watch anyway, so who gives? So we don't care. Uh, I'm trying to think of another. Um, the Seminoles. But they say they had permission from the Seminoles. Which I was going to say, they were I, the one that you, you were saying had the permission, right? Yeah, I think the permission was that we give you this much money to shut the hell up. Mm, uh, they, that, nice. I think that's what it was, honestly. Because I still find it weird that they have a guy in an Indian outfit riding a horse in the middle of the field and throw the spear down. I right. don't know. If, actually, I don't know if they still do that now. I know they were doing that. <laughs> I remember always seeing that. Mm-hmm. Do it now. I think about it. Like, hmm, I'm surprised nobody really attacked them for that. I mean, I'm probably sure people did, but it probably wasn't just loud enough voice. But like I said, I think they paid a lot of hush money. All right. So, what else is going on in baseball? Orioles still stuff. They're playing the Nationals now, so that's cool. So we got the Belt Race series going on. The Orioles won <laughs> uh, last night, uh, nice. so they won the first game. So hopefully they can just sweep them, sweep those Nats. And then I need a Nats to keep winning after that because you're basically the only chance I got of a team close to me to get to the playoffs. Uh, yeah. What else is going on? I think so. I haven't been watching baseball a lot recently, so I don't know. There's probably some things going on, but I haven't um, paying attention. Football. The only thing I heard about football is mainly people not being vaccinated, and now it looks like they're going to be. They might try to require play. Well, they're not going to require players to be vaccinated. But what they are saying is that if your team, if you get um, COVID and you are not, you have a player who is not vaccinated or the, I guess the player who isn't vaccinated catches it. Mm-hmm. They're just going to forfeit the game. You forfeit, your team will forfeit oh, the wow. game. So they really, they're trying to put the onus on the players. Right. Like this is your fault that your team lost. So you have some players saying like, uh, "Hey, I'm going to be tired." Like they say, they say that, oh, I, they, or not, or yeah, something like that. Or they say, "Hey, I'm not just because I can't get vaccinated, or I don't want to get vaccinated." Like how they doing this? Let me look it up specifically. I wonder how that works for someone who, let's say, can't get vaccinated because of some other illness. I think, or, I think they it's a workaround for that one. Yeah. Also, I wonder what that would be in in someone that's healthy enough to be playing baseball. I mean, I'm not entirely sure what would what what stops pe- you know what what kind of things would prevent people from being able to take a vaccination. So yeah, okay, sure. I'm looking at this article here. It says this is from NFL.com, written by Kevin Petra Petra. All right. As the NFL approaches the 2021 season, the league informed clubs that it would not extend the season to accommodate a COVID-19 outbreak among unvaccinated players that causes a game cancellation. Um, NFL Network's Tom Pelissero um, reported Thursday that the NFL sent a memo to his club stating that if a game cannot be rescheduled during the 18-week schedule due to COVID-19 outbreak, among unvaccinated players, the team with the outbreak will forfeit and be credited with a loss per sources informed of the situation. Now, the thing is, I don't think there's a team that's 100% vaccinated. So, 
how? But what if the unvaccinated player didn't get COVID? Can can you get away with it then? The right. unvaccinated players or players most likely didn't catch COVID. Can you, can they not be forfeited? Say, hey, is that from them? Is that their fault? <laughs> uh, in addition, players on both teams will not be paid for the lost contest. Oh. And the team responsible for the canceled game due to unvaccinated players will cover financial losses and oh, be wow. subject to potential discipline from the commissioner's office. Okay. That and so that makes the owners see that make it so that the owners will tell the players you gotta get you vaccinated or right. they're gonna punish you by doing something. Uh, but, but yeah, it's really putting it on the players now. They try to they put it on the players for this. We do not they said in 2021, the NFL plans to play its 272-game slate over 18 weeks. We do not anticipate adding a 19-week to accommodate games that cannot be rescheduled within the current 18 weeks of regular season, the memo stated in a highlighted portion. It's, it's the clearest line in the NFL has drawn to date and the most substantial incentive yet for owners, teams, and coaches to pressure players to get vaccinated. Um, there's a little more on that, but yeah, it's... Uh, this is this is bad. <laughs> I mean, this is. I mean, it's good or bad, or whatever how you look at it. But you no, know, it's bad because you know everybody's gonna get vaccinated. So yeah. just to be like, oh man, my team forfeited. How does gambling work too? Will they just forfeit the gamble? <laughs> like they just get people back for that game? You're gonna make people very angry, and then you're gonna get vaccinated because you don't want fans to come kill you. Hey, if your team for- forfeits, then you lose. And the other guy went, but yeah. but point spread. How does that work? So you just lost out too? What ah this? Hmm. That yeah, is time to be gambling, Dominic. Yeah, it's well, it's technically it's always a bad time, but yeah. <laughs> or, Until or you always win a great it. time. Or it's always a great time. I mean, it's exactly. <laughs> it's it's really up be to on the right you. side of history, Dominic. <laughs> yeah, this is uh this is interesting. So look, I'm. I did get vaccinated, and you got. Oh wait a minute! Do you want people to know you got vaccinated? No, I'm gonna pull the LeBron James. This is a personal choice, and I, okay, I I'll edit it out. I edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. So you got vaccinated. So yeah. Now I'm also not. Don't feel like I don't care to pressure people who don't want to get vaccinated. Uh, like people have their reasons. I want to pre. I I don't know. See, it's like I'm really. I understand why some people don't want to get vaccinated. I like I understand it, and so I'm like, hey, if you want to get vaccinated, fine. You do you. It's just now, how do I feel about require job requirements yeah. to be vaccinated? Because it's, at jobs, unless you are working in a hospital, I know. That it was, it's a requirement to get the flu vaccine, but it's not a requirement to get that um, anywhere else I worked at. So, yeah, it's just uh, the people who do get vaccinated, if they catch it, they say that, like, the chances of you, you, you have a lower chance of getting sick than you were unvaccinated. That's what they say, right. or, or less. I mean, unless you're conspiracy theorists, you're saying, all oh, this is bullshit anyway. <laughs> but, so I'm thinking, like, so you could be unvaccinated, but hey, if I have it and I give it to you, it's then the onus is on you, right? And so I like I'm still okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's it's tough. I mean, 
thing is, it's not officially FDA approved yet either. So that's why I'm not totally bad at people of not mm-hmm. getting a vaccine right, as of yeah, right I mean, now. There are obviously concerns about how quickly it went through, but you know, a lot of that can be dispelled with with a lot of reading on you know how it was you know come to and and yeah. and created and stuff like that. No, so those people. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just saying there's there's a lot of information out there about, you know, how these vaccines came to be in such a timely fashion that, you know, can qualm some of that. And there there are obviously like many reasons why, you know, somebody might not get vaccinated and some, you know, people can qualify as more, you know, reasonable than others. I'm not going to necessarily get into that, but if for me, the, my concern with like people who aren't vaccinated, like obviously they're putting themselves at risk. But they're also putting people that can't get vaccinated at risk, whether those be children or, you know, just people that can't get the vaccine because they're immune compromised in other ways and, you know, have just been advised otherwise. So, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird listening to you talk about like the MLB because apparently like WWE is basically you know, requiring their employees to be vaccinated. Oh, the NFL. The The NFL is doing. Are they also? Okay. No, no, no. This is the NFL. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. MLB, I didn't hear anything like this. I didn't hear. Yeah, they just, they just postponing games. That's all they do. Ah, okay. And plus they're already in the season. For some reason it just conflated in my mind there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, because I knew last week we were talking about the NFL doing that where they were, you know, if player gets this and that and, um, but yeah, it's just, it's just kind of weird, you know, for a company that seems as ass backwards as WWE is sometimes that, you know, they're actually doing this. And I, I think part of it is like, it's obviously a smaller company, right? Like there are fewer yeah. people in WWE than there are in, um, in the NFL organization. And they all work a lot more closely together. I mean, Vince is also an older gentleman, so, you know, he would maybe not want to put himself at risk. Um, and then, of course, there's just, you know, public perception. You, you want that, you know, that you're keeping these people safe. And they're working, well, I guess I would say they're working very close together, but so are NFL players. But they're also working in uh, a lot less layers of undress, and there's usually a lot more uh, bodily fluids maybe passing between people in uh, in the WWE. So, you know, there could be many, many reasons yeah. why it would be more required there. Yeah, but also the NFL, you you're traveling a lot too. So that's I mean, I mean, in a, I mean, WWE is it's like players all over the place, you know. Mm-hmm. So it right because players yeah. will live someplace and then they'll exactly. Also. But I that that's actually yeah. I mean, that's the same with WWE because they are back out on the road now. So you know they were just in Cleveland last night, um, and you of course have people living all over the country. Some people in Florida, Arizona, places like that. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just interesting that WWE, for once, kind of, you know, depending on how you feel, seems to be on the, the right side of history with this one. Yeah, <laughs> Which I just, is very rarely the case. I'm very curious about this season of football. Like, what are people going to do? I think some people are really going to keep to their stance of not being vaccinated, but mm. hopefully they don't catch it. Like, ho- hopefully the team doesn't catch it. And Absolutely. Because I mean, that will suck. That's yeah. just, that I mean, suck. vaccinated or not, like I want this shit to go away. <laughs> so, yeah. like, whatever it takes, it seems like we would be better off if more people were taking the vaccination. But 
you know what, if, if you're being safe in other ways, if you're at least giving people distance or something like that, then, then you do you. Oh, so like Cole Beasley is like one of the big players who doesn't want to take the vaccine. He is on the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. and I think I think yeah, he's a wide receiver. I believe he plays to play for the Cowboys too. Uh so he's he's it says something like in his article that he dares the Bills to cut him. Uh, for not taking the vaccine. Um, I look at this article on Yahoo Sports. It says, Stefan Diggs and Emmanuel Sanders ramp up peer pressure on Cole Beasley to get vaccinated. Uh, I wonder how they do that. Did, um, oh, accountability. Oh, he tweeted, accountability, availability. Uh, Stefan Diggs, one of the wide receivers on the Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. I wonder, yeah, I wonder what will happen. Um, it says right here in another tweet, while receiving Emmanuel Sanders shares that he has received his first dose of the COVID vaccine on Instagram and asked to a similar message to what Stefan Diggs tweeted to the other day, accountability availability. Don't have time to deal with no BS during the season. So yeah, I guess that's <laughs> someone like, Hey, I'm doing it. Has yeah. Cole Beasley given any reason why he's not interested in getting uh, He probably has. I just, I just haven't read it. Or seen gotcha. it. Okay, this says the Bills receiver who be, be who's become the face of the anti-vax movement. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, I remember Mark Cuban, who's the you know the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Because I guess Cole Beasley he did play at Dallas, so I guess Mark Cuban knows him. He gave him a, um, a vaccine proposal, saying he'll pay him to take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, "I." Say, I'll tell you what, Cole. You get vaccinated and promote the vaccination on all your social. I'll buy your buy your wife a share of Pfizer stock. It pays a three point seventy eight percent dividend. That way, she is getting a percentage of Pfizer's earnings. Deal. Uh, <laughs> I take it. <laughs> uh, Cole Beasy, because he's um, replying to a tweet that Cole Beasy said, "I'll get vaccinated and be an advocate for Pfizer if." For it, if Pfizer puts a percentage of its earnings from the vaccine to my wife's name. Oh, so he said that. So Mark Cuban said he'll do that. Uh, is So is he going to do it? I mean, this was like a couple few days ago. Yeah. I think Cole Beasley responded, I'll get vaccinated and be an av- Okay, yeah, that's the same fucking thing. What the hell? Why did he show I mean, that That again? makes me wonder, like, what if something happened to his wife and, like, doesn't that sound like you know, his wife's maybe not around anymore or something. Maybe she passed on from something. So he's like, oh, if Pfizer, you know, is willing to put money to her name or her charity, I guess. Yeah. I, I maybe don't I'm know. just reading into it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to see that. It says Beasley has been vocal about his disdain of the NFL's and NFLPA's COVID-19 protocols and his unwillingness to get the vaccine. He caused a stir in June when he said in a, tweeted statement that he will take his chances with the virus by eating better, drinking more water, and doing what he deems necessary to be healthy individual. He said, I may die of COVID, but I'd rather die actually living, Beasley wrote in his statement. Well, like, can't, can't you do that after like a couple weeks? He must think shots. the vaccine might do something to him. Because I, I, I want to know, I want to know if Tom Brady got the vaccine. Because, you know, mm. he's really particular uh, about his body and what he eats. 
when he, right. why when he thinks like this vaccine is going to cause problems for me because it'll cause problems for his um rubber medicine is taken to that age um <laughs> quickly <laughs> it's uh, he said, BC said the NFLPA was a joke for his protocols aimed at unvaccinated players before sending out a string of tweets about his issues with the new guidelines. He it said in this tweet, this is crazy. Do we vote on this? I stay in the hotel. We still still have meetings. We will be together. Vaccinated players can go out the hotel and bring COVID back in to where I am. So what does it matter if I stay in the hotel now? 100% immune with vaccination? No. So, yeah. Yeah, darn it. This sucks that this virus happened. Why? Why this happened, Daniel? Where does virus come from? Uh, God. God created the virus. Oh, okay. Well, or I blame China, him. Just like I blame him for everything else. That's <laughs> so, <laughs> this is All right. So, what else is happening in sports? Uh, talk about the Olympics. Well, I didn't really see anything. So, I mean, it just sort of started anyway. Mm. What other sport is there, Daniel? Basketball? Oh, we got a champion. Milwaukee yeah. Bucks are the champions. They are your NBA champions. Yay. Go Milwaukee. Go Giannis. Good for him. As he said <laughs> it's in his all speech, very convincing, Doc. In, all, in his speech, he said, look, you can just follow your dreams. Say, look at me. Just follow your dreams and you can achieve them. And I was like, ah, he's just going to lie to these people. Why is going to lie to these kids? <laughs> Look, man. See, that's why they call it. They call it dreams for a reason. Look, they just, most of the time they don't come true. Most of the time they don't. But, I mean, work hard, you have a chance. Maybe. But I'm like, come on. I, they got they to stop doing that. You got to stop doing that. Don't suck these people's hopes up. You only but you so much work room. hard and also have a little bit of luck, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's what it is. I want so I want somebody to be honest. I want somebody to get up there and be honest and like, look, I run my ass off, and luckily I was the best of what was seen at that time, and I made it. But not everybody can do this because if everybody can do this, then I you'd be tell, up here. <laughs> yeah, you'd be and up I here. I wouldn't and, be so special. Yeah, exactly. I probably he he probably won't be up there. <laughs> All right. So that is it. Anything wrestling news? Anything else going on? Um, just real quick. There's kind of some big rumors going around right now in the wrestling world, and those rumors are that both CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, uh, formerly known as Brian Danielson when he was on the indie scene, mm-hmm. that's his real name actually, uh, have signed with AEW. Oh, I'm about to say, Daniel. I thought they say TM Punk side with WWE. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was doing the. He had actually signed on with Fox and was doing like a WWE recap show with WWE, but he was technically a Fox employee there for a while. And oh, okay. that never ended up being as big, like, as a, a shock as people kind of expected it to be. Like, People expected that bridge was burned and he would never, ever do anything with that company ever again. And yeah, he was working for Fox, but he was still talking about WWE. It was kind of weird, but he wasn't, didn't seem interested in wrestling. So it never got to the point where it's like, oh my God, he's coming back to the ring. Um, 
But now, yeah, it's it's weird that the timing of both of these are kind of lining up. Because, like, obviously it's big news if Daniel Bryan goes to AEW. At least in my opinion, I think this is basically the biggest name they could possibly get out of an active roster of wrestlers. Like, if John Cena signed with AEW, that'd be huge. But also, John Cena's in Hollywood now. You know, he's, he's going to be there more often than not, you know, so he's not going to be there on a weekly basis. And the same with like rock. If, if they somehow got the rock to sign to AEW, it'd be the same case. Um, but Daniel Bryan, a guy that is very possible for at least, you know, a year or two could be a pretty regular staple on their weekly show. Uh, that. That's huge to me. Even even some of the bigger names out of Japan, like Kazuchika Okada or like Naito, like they would be big, but I don't think they'd be big in the same way just because Daniel Bryan, in a way, is kind of mainstream in America, or at least on the fringes of mainstream. Like there were there was a while there where the quote unquote yes movement was so big, like his hand yes. gesture, like yes, yeah. Like people were doing that at sporting events. Now they may not have known why they were doing it. You know, somebody else started it and they just, but it was still a thing. Right. Yeah. Whereas like Kazuchika Okada is one of the best wrestlers in the world and at the top of new Japan on any given day. But you ask 99% of the people in America who that is, and they're just going to have no fucking clue. So this is huge news. I mean, I, I'm less, I, I, I care less about the fact that, that, um, CM Punk is coming back. I was never really around during his initial run. In fact, like one of the first matches I watched when the WWE network came out, cause that's kind of what really got me back into wrestling was just the ease of access to it was the Royal rumble, which was his last match that, well, that year's Royal rumble was the last match he had in WWE before he left. So, and before that I was just completely out. So I missed all the huge CM Punk moments. I don't really have a lot of affection for what he was doing. So I'll, I'll see what he can pull off in AEW. I think he'll, he'll be a fine addition but Daniel Bryan to me is just the big news. And it sounds like it might be a little while before we get actual confirmation of this. They're talking September is when the all out all in, I can never remember if it's all out or all in. Um, I want to say all in pay-per-view or no, it doesn't matter. Um, Their next big pay-per-view is um, so people are speculating that he'll either appear there or shortly after, I think, at the end of September, they have a show in New York, which I guess is supposed to be like a big one for them. It's not a pay-per-view necessarily, but it it's probably like one of their specially named Dynamites or something like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up there either. But yeah, it's just it's an exciting time because AEW does have some of the best wrestlers in the world outside of WWE, uh, Kenny Omega, you know, Pentagon, uh, Phoenix pack, which he was in WWE and I'm trying to think if they ever wrestled. I don't think so. Cause that was around the time that Daniel Bryan was sort of retired. Um, so yeah, there, there's a lot of matches there that I would love to see. And AEW lets them do a different kind of style than a WWE type thing. So I'm, I'm very excited to see what, what that ends up being. I'm trying to 
kind of keep that down a little bit because I, this is all rumors right now. Like they seem pretty confirmed, but if it was just announced next week that he's, you know, back with WWE, it would be very disappointing if I, if I get my hopes up too much. So, but yeah, that's, that's what's going on. And John Cena's back, but I don't know what's going on there. Seems like he was going to wrestle Roman, but AJ Lee, that that was her name, right? Yes, AJ Lee is uh, CM Punk's wife. Yes, and what's she doing? She is—I'm not sure what she's doing now. I think at a point she was she wrote a book, um, and then did she do some comic stuff? CM Punk did some comic stuff there for a while. I can't remember if you mean comic. AJ D- Lee did like writing comic books. He was writing comic books. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, was it Fantastic Four? He wrote. I want to say something it was with Ben Grimm. I can't oh, so remember. He, he's a he's a decent comic book writer? I can't say one way or the other, to be <laughs> honest with you. I have I have not read any of his works, but he 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 wrote some comics. It wouldn't necessarily surprise me because he is a good orator. Like he he he's a really good promo guy. Like he talks very well. So, you know, if he can put that creativity into writing as well, I would not be surprised if uh, if uh, he could nail that stuff. But, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe it was Guardians of the Galaxy that he did. I can't remember. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure what she's doing because that would be a big addition for AEW as well because they're, they're starting to grow their women's roster a little more and, and evolve it a little bit, like Thunder Rosa, who has been kind of working for them, but has been officially signed with NWA. Um, she was officially signed to AEW this week and that's a huge get for them. She's incredible. Um, and she's very likely their next women's champion. Once it's time to take that belt off Britt Baker. Um, but yeah, I bringing back AJ Lee could, could be a huge boost for them as well. So why is AJ Lee, why is that her name? I I don't know. <laughs> Why do you say? Why do you say that? Because Lee, I think of as Asian, but she's Mendez. She's Hispanic, and both her parents are Hispanic. I don't know, Dominic. The names that they come up with for these people, I don't. Is know. it because it would- they are they? Make it because where her eyes are, and it was like, "Hey, I, I was, I was kind of gonna go there. I was gonna say it wouldn't entirely surprise me if someone from WWE says, you know what, she looks kind of Asian. Let's give her an Asian last name.' Yeah, because I was like, because I was looking at the book she wrote. She it says she wrote for uh, what, a dra- a Dungeons and Dragons or something, a book. Mm. I was like, what? Um, but it said Mendez. I said, who's Mendez? And then I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wrote. Yeah, that's interesting. He wrote a book called My Superpower How I Try Yeah, that's her like memoir. Yeah, I that's think. the memoir book. Um, then it says she, Mendez and Garcia, you reunited to write Dungeons and Dragons four issue limited series at the spine of the world. You should read that, Dan. Read that. That um, sounds very intense. Actually, is that a. Is that a book or a comic? I think it's a comic book, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, that's cool. This is IDW. I know IDW from comic books. Right, yeah. All right. 
So uh, let's move on to what we've been watching. So you didn't watch anything this week, Daniel? No Monsters Inc. No, no Space no Jam. No Monsters Inc. No Space Jam. Still haven't signed up for for uh, HBO Max. Um, Go to the theaters then, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> no. Lots of Moana, Dominic. There's been a lot of Moana happening over the past two days. Oh, okay. Um, just because I, when I picked Gwen up at my. Uh, in-laws the other day they were watching moana and then they were also watching moana the next day which was yesterday but she didn't finish it so when we got home my wife turned it on so i've seen a lot of moana over the past couple Maybe. of days but I, how does she I tell you that, that she want to watch some more moana she points at the screen and she says momo oh <laughs> no she doesn't but she she reacts the most positively to moana and i think it's the music because she just like absolutely just starts dancing once the music comes on. And then she kind of loses all interest once everything else is happening, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, so you got to get the sing-along. You remember the Disney sing-along? Oh, I remember the Disney sing-along. <laughs> yeah, I remember I for bad, bad memories for me because I, I thought that was the real movie. And then I was like, <laughs> it's all the damn songs. I said, oh, man. I just remember I didn't like, well, only certain movies I didn't like the music. The only time I liked music was Little Mermaid. Um, that's when I started liking Disney music. Those old movies, Cinderella, Snow White. When I said as a little kid, I did not like the music. I would not care. All I care was about the stuff in between. And I was like, oh, this music sucks. At me as a kid, I would just be like, uh, I just didn't, I had disinterested in it. So when I had that video of Jungle Book, I think it was either Jungle Book or I forgot. I think it. I want to say Jungle Book. And all it was was just the music. No, I don't think it was Jungle Book. Because Jungle Book music is actually all right. Um, well, actually, only one song is all right for me. <laughs> it's actually only one song. But it was one of them, man. I was pissed. I was like, cry- I think I was probably crying because I got it from Blockbuster or something. Like, ah, or, some, or some rental store. And I was mm-hmm. like, ah, that, this is at the movie. Uh, but, yeah, um, so she likes Moana. My, yeah, I just remember my niece has always wanted to watch Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Which was fine at the time because that was like one of my favorite movies, but then right. she made me get tired of it because I had to keep oh, on watching no. it. <laughs> and then I wouldn't play my video games on the TV, the big TV downstairs in the basement, and she wanted to watch Toy Story. Yeah. All right. So, what I watched. So, I got Discovery Plus for a week because I was like, let me try this out. Let me see what's actually up here on Discovery Plus. And it's everything, Learning Channel, Food Network, all that stuff. So all those shows like that. So I was like, I'm going to watch some of those uh, nature shows. Speaking, spoke, uh, spoken by that British guy. <laughs> David uh, Attenborough. Yeah, Attenborough. Yeah. yeah. Who they're like, man, we got to get as much out of him as we can because he's going to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> they just got to synthesize his voice. Just get him to pronounce all the syllables so they can string it together. So I watched... Um, what's it called? Ah, oh, it's a newer one of the newer ones. It's called The Perfect Planet, and the other one was called Something Earth. And they, there was um one of them I know. And all these got down in any shows. They all have like a, you know. Um, like a sad story talking about how these these nouns this changed so much because of climate change. So mm. we gotta do something about it. 
All I say is that, hey, give my damn reparations and I can work on, I can start thinking about saving those whales. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, like, one one of them was about the walruses, uh, walruses uh, that get on this one speck of land or island, whatever it is. They all just migrate there. It's like a whole bunch of them. And this is like the break, the biggest coming together of any mammal on Earth. Like, it's just so flooded with them. And then I know it's on the beach. Wow. I saw a lot of dead ones, man. I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, um, but yeah, thing is, I don't know. Maybe it was more land before or something. Maybe the border r- risen. Because you see walruses, because they're trying to find room, they're, they're cl- actually going up the rocks. Like, they find a pathway to climb up. Oh, wow. And Or they're trying to get away from bears or something like that, because bears come around. Mm-hmm. And the bears really, they really don't have to hunt. I mean, some of them try to. And it's hard to get a walrus down. So, um, really, this have to wait. All I have to do is wait because those walruses, they be dead once, and once they leave, you can just go eat them. Because but when they the walruses, want the fresh ones, Dominic. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's what it is. But but I doubt it, man. Because I've seen them each beach, beach whales or whatever. So they, <laughs> the walruses climb on top of the cliff, but they don't know how to climb down. Mm. And sometimes there's bears there, so they get scared, so they try to run off, and then. I saw one just fall, and I was like, damn. But they say that only a few of them ever survive. Like, most of them die, whoever climbs up, because they don't know how to climb down, period. Oh, wow. Like, man, they were just showing walruses just falling. Just falling down and just dying. One of them did. I saw one survive, but only had one tusk. When I saw it come up, I said, oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. I said, damn it, why are you... Why are you so dumb? Damn it. It's, it's, it's like, jeez. It's don't better. So he's, don't climb up. Why are you climbing up if you can't climb down, you sons of bitches? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, don't the other warriors see what happens? Say, oh, shit, they just fall. I mean, not do that. Man, it sucks so bad. But he also said, like, he said it like it wasn't like this before. So I wonder what happened. Yeah. It's like. Like what happened to making that? It wasn't like this before, but yeah, humans, Dominic, humans. But I'm gonna say what they do to the rocks, like what they, or what I mean, they I don't mine know. them for nickel <laughs> for electric vehicles. But yeah, uh, I saw I, they showed some animals. I remember in South America part, but also they talked about how oh the the they cut down the forest and they showed from like space how it looked back then and then. How it looks now and how it's been urbanized. I said, "Oh man, oh wow, yeah." Okay. So, so what do we do? What do we do? I don't know what we do. Um, also, talk about the Tasmanian devil. How there's only a few of them left. They're the last of their kind. Oh no. Um, yeah, and they used to be all over Australia, but only in this one part of Australia now. Well, no, they only. Well, they used to be all part of Australia now on Tasmania Island, and they that's only ones do that's left. Advertisement with Taz, the Tasmanian tiger. <laughs> Save him. He's not the he's not Taz the Tasman. Oh, you talk about the video game. Oh, I was I was, think, I was thinking about the Looney Tunes guy. I say he's he's Tasman. Both. We should do both. <laughs> Can they team up? Tie the Tasman. Well, ta- well, tie the Tasman Tiger. He's the last of his kind because they're not anymore. Oh no! They died back in night the early nineteen hundreds. The last one was at a zoo, and until they died. This is terrible, Dominic. Yeah. Terrible. Y'all people just kill those animals, Daniel. It's yeah. y'all fault. Uh, all right. Uh, but yeah, it's 
It's good. It's pretty good. I like. I like. Besides that part, seeing those, seeing that the uh, Warwishes die and stuff, and like that, that was that was brutal. Like I had to turn my head because I was like, they didn't splatter, so it wasn't like you saw like splat and just guts everywhere. But I'm <laughs> sure there was one, but they probably didn't show it. And I was like, good, because I did not want to throw up my lunch because <laughs> I was like, when I saw a false, oh my god, don't show it hit the ground. That's it. gracious. <laughs> But yeah, it's it, it's it was cool. Um, cause I like watching those nature videos. I mean, nature shows. Mm-hmm. It's it's cool, and then it looks so great, you know. And yeah, it's in four K. It's just incredible how they they get it. Yeah, how they film it. I was wanting to know, like, what camera did they use to get to some I of those think spaces? It's all fake CG bullshit, down. I really, like, I think that hell. too. Because <laughs> I was like, how, how did you that's... perfectly time getting this like thing happening? This tadpole you told me was the size of a thumbnail. And you showing it go inside this plant? How the hell are we seeing this? It's like, <laughs> I, it's, it's, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. All right, so I guess we get to what we've been playing. So what you been playing, man? All right, so I talked about it last week. I've been playing some more Metroid Zero Mission. Still having a lot of fun with that. Just. I still get lost in that game, which is kind of amusing to me, considering the fact that it it's not handholdy, but they do give you kind of a direction to go. And I've played it numerous times at this point in my life. But it's kind of nice because I don't just I can't just cake walk through it, basically. Um, but yeah, that's just more Metroid stuff. I talked a lot about that last week. Uh, I also played a little bit more Mario Golf. That was just kind of me finishing up a. Uh, quick round of golf that i had started the other week and hadn't got back to uh so not really much to talk about there i did start playing the tourist though that's on uh game pass right now mm-hmm. and is leaving soon which is why i started playing it because i always saw it and thought it looked interesting it's it's basically you look like a a little uh little guy made of voxels like square pixel type things three-dimensional pixel type things and he's mm-hmm. going on vacation he has a mustache like a Magnum PI. He's kind of dressed like Magnum PI, like he's got a, a um, like Hawaiian shirt on and stuff like that. Does he that. have those short shorts too? Um, I can't those tell legs? honestly whether God. he's got. Yeah, I that think man he's got jeans the shortest on. shorts. Tom Selleck and Magnum PI. I mean, <laughs> damn. Actually, they can't be jeans because like that would just be hot. But I think he's got like blue pants on. Showing all those um, hairy legs. Yeah, so I actually was playing this on my phone via the streaming stuff, the xCloud streaming stuff, just because I figured it was a simple enough game that I could probably get away with that without, you know, too much too much compromise, I guess I could say. It is a good-looking game, though, I will say. I, I've tried it out a little bit on the PC, too. Like, the lighting of it is really nice, because the graphics are mostly pretty simple. Like, everybody's really blocky-shaped. It's not quite Minecraft, like people are a little more detailed than that. And the environments are a little more detailed than that. But it, it does kind of have a similar vibe, but the, the lighting on it is very nice. Um, so far, I just did kind of the beginner island and it's it seems like it's it's just kind of an exploration game. Like I'm going around this island, I'm trying to collect coins to buy like a camera so then I can take pictures of things and complete different objectives for different people on the island. Um, so far it's, it's really cute. It's, it's very simple. It's a nice, it's a nice game that works well on my phone because for the most part, I don't really want to play games there, but even with the touchscreen controls, 
it was perfectly fine because you're basically got, you basically got four, well, two buttons and the, the joystick it's basically jump and interact with things so far that hasn't been any combat or anything like that. I don't know if that comes in later, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a cool experience. So if you get a chance before it leaves game pass and you're interested, maybe check it out. Okay. Yeah. So what have you been playing Dominic? All right. Oh, you're not going to talk about Mario golf. I, I mentioned it briefly. I didn't really oh. do too much with it. Oh, okay. Management mini game, you know, dealing with properties mm-hmm. and stuff like that and building up my shares and talk to share board. That game is addictive. I did the whole thing. <laughs> I beat it. And it it was cool. It was cool seeing that. So like different um shareholders would come in and like they were it'll be like one boss one. That'll be tough, but since uh since I did I was doing I was going by this strategy so I, everything seemed to go very well mm-hmm. with it like you know also also there's a thing um where I guess this is in a special edition there's a special edition yakuza for the streaming the streaming one because the characters that you can hire the employees you can hire were like special employees like you could hire people from past games huh. like video games you see um kiru okay. um majima the, the crazy one uh-huh. and other characters that were been uh, on previous games and like you can hire them they have like bigger stats and stuff like that like they um either charisma uh, or they um they know how to boot product or whatever <laughs> so thing is though in the pc version you don't get that so Weird. when I came back to the PC version after I had got those characters in the in the streaming version of Yakuza, uh-huh. I didn't see them. So I was like, "Hey, where's my employees?" And I was like, "Oh, they didn't transfer. That don't transfer over. So you when they transfer over, they take away the stuff that's not part of the special oh, edition." No. So I was like, "Oh, that sucks." Uh, so I had to try to um, get everything I needed from the PC version. Like I wanted to do, and then I just go to streaming version and deal deal with that way. So I had to play the game mostly fair, mostly fair. Mm-hmm. I cheated a little bit when I went to PC version. I gave me some, gave me some more money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that, that, that was it. But no, they, it was fun. It was fun doing that. And now I'm now we're the biggest company in what is it Yokohama? I think that's what the place is called. And uh, but yeah, it. It's cool how you you go for the top and then battling other people. Um, well, you're battling just one company really that uh, they bought up a lot of companies and they had the company that you're helping. He had helped them, but he also he destroyed them. Like he gave them money and they couldn't pay him back, so he he made it so that they were in the red and like they were had to shut down. But then I helped them out because I knew a guy who gave us a loan. And he had incentives. That's what it really was. Really, mm, that's really what it was. Is me doing the incentives. Like, hey, you're you have to be in the top fifty by this date, or you have to be in the top uh, twenty five by this date, and something like that. Like as as far as like the top companies. So that's what you had to do. And yeah, it was that was a fun mini game. I think I like the cabaret still better, but this was this was pretty good though. It was it was still pretty good. Uh, that's what I mostly did in Yakuza. I'm trying to think. I went through some of the main story also. The story is good. I mean, I like the story. And it's it's really heating up now. Like, it's really heating up mm-hmm. with what's going on. 
is like there there might be a war between the three factions in this city, but I'm trying to stop it from happening um, because it shouldn't happen because somebody wants it to happen and they framed us as doing something and it's really calling it's sparking a war between the factions that can really destroy the city. So I'm trying to um, like stop that from going happen. But I wonder if it's going to get back to me going back to my old city uh and get back at my old boss who freaking cheated me um i'd like because darn because it's, it's a lot of story this game is pretty it's a lot to this game like this is a big game i mean all these games have been i mean it, it's amazing how much they put in these games mm-hmm. all right so what else have i what else have i played i played chris tales which is like a play on words with crystals it is a rpg an indie RPG. It came out on Game Pass. So it came out at launch on Game Pass. So that's how I played it. And the art style of this game is almost like a storybook. Like a storybook you probably read at elementary school or a book I read in my 30s. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like a like it's like a little picture book. That's what it looks like. And you play as this girl who is, she lives in an orphanage. And then something happens in town. The town gets attacked. You meet a frog. And then you start following the frog. And the frog takes you to a church. And then all of a sudden you get this power where on your screen you can see it's split up into three sections. um, Your screen. On the left side is the past. The middle is the present. And the right is the future. So as you're walking, you see like the past, the present, the future of the area in. So it's kind of cool, but that's how the game works. Um, the battle system is turn-based, and it's the turn-based kind of battle system, just like um, where you have to press X at the right time to get more um, hit power or defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kind of like the Mario RPG series yeah. and Yakuza, well, what Yakuza is doing. So it's like that, but... The puzzles are like, hey, like you want to solve something? You say, hey, I got to go to the past. So you send the frog. The frog can travel through all three sections. And he can do something in the past or the future that can help change the present. Uh, so it's it seems pretty cool. I didn't play much, but I can see like, oh, this is interesting gameplay. Because at first I was like, mm, I don't know if yeah, this is game is anything. If it's just like a regular normal RPG, it's like the art style is cool, but it's not, not nothing much there. But this, I didn't know what I know nothing about this game, so that just changed the whole perspective on the game. It's like, oh, I actually curious <laughs> about how this game, where this game goes. Um, I don't know what the reviews are for this game yet, but so far I am interested in playing it. I record a little of it. Um, I'll probably record some more for the next podcast. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's an alright RPG and it's a cool take on like time travel. Alright, another game I played was another game that launched on Game Pass. Last Stop. Which is I didn't I heard about Last Stop, but I didn't really know much about it. Mm-hmm. But it's a story focused game. It is like a telltale game. It's like a telltale game. Uh like uh but the problem I have with it is that I don't know when I'm supposed to control the person and not. Oh, I just shit. have to wait until the person's not moving and then I say, Okay, I can do it. Mm. Cause at first I didn't know what kind of game this was, so when they told me to press buttons at the right time, I said, Oh, 
shit. I said, oh, we're playing right now? There was a cutscene. <laughs> That's why I knew, like, oh, this is what this whole game is about. It's dealing, it's like a mysterious, um, dealing with mystery and suspense. Like, I don't know if it's something alien. I haven't got that far enough to know what's going on, but you play through different scenarios. I played through one of them. So I have to play through two more. I don't know if that's... I don't know if there's only three scenarios or there's more. But it is a Telltale game. I saw some ratings for it. They weren't great. And um, I know from when I played, it was all right. Like, I'm more interested in the story than the gameplay. That's really what it is. (laughs) And I don't know if choices mean anything yet. That's Mm -hmm. the thing. I'm not getting the effect of, like, my choices, what I pick to do or say has a lot of meaning. Like this, well, it changed much in the game. Um, I just, I just looked at review scores, so I didn't read in detail about that. I might do that to see, cause yeah, I'm not getting that feeling from it. So it feels like, nah, I'm just really just playing a story. Like at least in Telltale, at least I got the feeling like I had some controller stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah, like controller narrative. This is just like I'm just going through. You're just giving me choice just because. Um, but yeah. It, I mean, I, the last score I saw was... I know somebody gave it a 6. Let me see. Um, last stop. Review. Yeah, IGN gave it a 6 out of 10. It got a 70% on Metacritic. So it's, it's got okay. 70% on PC Gamer. So, yeah, it's not like um, a big game. It's just pretty... I mean, the game is not big anyway. So in, I think it's an indie game. Yeah, well, Anna, Annapurna. Mm-hmm. Well, Annapurna Interactive. Okay published it but yeah i don't know if it's like if you're looking for like a, the next type of telltale game or you're into the choice game this is probably not it uh, I'll, I'll play some more of it though to get some more feel of it but that first scenario i mean like i said the story i like going through it to see what's the mystery mm-hmm. like what's um what's going on here so that's at least intriguing enough to kind of yeah play through a little bit okay. just that gameplay wise it's not not much there. Gotcha. All right. So, so what else have I played? I played... Okay, I put MLB The Show up here for a reason. Because I don't usually... I always play it every day, but I don't <laughs> usually talk about it. I'm trying to remember why I put it up here. Something must have had... Oh, yeah. So, the Xbox Series X version of it, at least the streaming version mm-hmm. that I'm playing of it, is... It is faster than on my base Xbox, but it's not as fast as... I want it to be like it's I feel like I'm still waiting uh, longer than I think I should in menus compared to 2K right or even the Madden I played that was two years ago from streaming so I think yeah I think when people talk about like them them really not optimizing this game very well like it is a little dated like I feel like they really need to like next game needs to be up to date Mm -hmm. because then I'm really looking at EA to really change things because I feel like this game should not run like this now. Like you think there's like, a chance at that your the game, PS5 version of this runs better than more closely to maybe, what you would want? Maybe I have no idea though. Yeah. Um. But I'm just looking at 2K. Like 2K is looks it looks better and it runs better. Mm-hmm. At least like I'm saying, well, with you, you may look better in 2K, but you still run well. Like you should. I don't know why are there low times in here. I mean, they're not long. But I feel like, man, why am I not just jumping in the game? Like, why does it take this much time to get this game started? Like, what do you... 
what are you loading up compared to what <laughs> 2K is doing? Right. Though I do see in the crowd they actually catch the ball. Oh, I remember, that's cool. I'm actually, which in the last MLB the show I played, which was the one two years ago, the ball just bounced in the crowd. Now I don't know if you, <laughs> you played it in just hit the like, cardboard maybe people the PS. And fell over. <laughs> I don't know if you played it at in the the PlayStation for um what's it called the in betweener the pro one? The, the pro yeah I don't know the pro version was like hey they catch balls in that one but yeah because I, I didn't notice it in the base Xbox version they might have had but I just didn't notice it mm-hmm. but this one since I was was really look at the crowd I saw like yeah they caught it I said oh good they actually catch the damn ball and not just <laughs> bounce everywhere <laughs> just be bouncing and people not reacting to it. But some people, they kind of react. They kind of react to it, but the ball just bounces and nobody catches it. All right. So, lastly, I played Samurai Warriors 5, the demo of it. Um, There's a demo out for the game. It's coming out soon. I don't think it's out yet. Because I just saw, like, hey, there's a demo out for it. So, I said, okay. So, Samurai Warriors is the Japanese, basically the Japanese version of Dynasty Warriors. Because Dynasty Warriors deal with the China Chinese dynasties. <laughs> Samurai Warriors deal with, I don't know what you call it for Japan. The Japanese dynasties. I don't think they call them that, though. Do they call them stories? What they call them? Uh, I forget. But it deals with that. I never I only played one Samurai Warriors game. So I'm really not familiar too much with it. Mm-hmm. So, But you do the same thing. You know, you kill a bunch of enemies. So <laughs> that's what I know. That's what I know to do. So yeah. that's what I did. I mean, it's, it's a Warriors game. So... It is better than nine, I think, because nine was probably one of the worst ones when they tried to go open world. So this is not doing that. So I guess they saw how people did not like that style, and they say, okay, we're gonna go stay with what people like, you know, not uh, some open world shit. Because yeah, you can't do open world. And that's a horror game. You go on because the whole point of the game is you keep fighting people. So no, I'd rather for you have it like this is a map. And this is the battle, and we strategize how we're going to do this battle, you know? Yeah. And then I go kill people. I want to go into open world. I, yeah, I never understood that. Because I never played Dynasty Night Warriors 9, but what I, read, what I read about it is just that I always thought it didn't make sense. Like, how did that work? Like, was it like, hey, you beat your troops over here, we're doing this battle? Or, I don't know. So, I mean, it's a Warriors game. I mean, there's not much I can say. Like, if... <laughs> And then I, now, if there's probably some true Warriors fans who can really go into detail about what's different or if it's good or bad. With me, I'm just a casual Warriors fan. I'm like, I just want to kill a bunch of people, and it's simple to do that. And that's what it is. It is. Um, I don't like the camera. I don't like the camera in here. It's not. I wish it was better, but yeah, it's a Warriors game. It's really much. Not much to say there. Gotcha. All right, so I guess we'll take a quick break when we get back. We get to the flashback segment. All right. Let's go back in time, shall we? Doodle doodle doodle. And we're back. So let's get to the flashback segment. Last week of July, Daniel. So we got the last week of July here. So here's the games we got for 10 years ago. 10 years ago, we had Final Fantasy Tactics, The War of the Lions on the PSP. So this is the basically almost like the remake of the Final Fantasy Tactics that came on PlayStation uh, years ago. And it's like updated. I think it's still kind of like the same, but they got different um, cutscenes uh, of that nature. 
And I think it got pretty good review scores. Uh, I think it was pretty good. One of the last good PSP games. And yeah, 10 years. Because uh, Vita. Damn, does Vita not come out yet? Or it just came out? Maybe it didn't come out yet. Yeah, because the 3DS just came out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Vita has not come yeah. out yet. Damn, this feel like the Vita's super old, but it's not Doesn't it? really yeah. old. It's though. not that Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just. So, darn, the PSP, it makes the PSP to see, darn, that, it was still going 10 years ago. Man, I'm thinking that's like almost 20 years, but then I think, yeah, that doesn't make sense to be. This had really short lifespans. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, you had Just Dance Summer Party come out for the Wii. And yeah, another dance game, the Smurfs Dance Party. So, I guess there was like, just, they don't care about releasing things at the same time you said <laughs> no. it's made by ubisoft right yeah so i guess made by ubisoft so ubisoft is just like you know what people are gonna buy both yeah the smurf dance party like you could do the smurf dance whatever the hell that is <laughs> uh limbo came out for the playstation network i think it already came out for the xbox yeah, and the pc or at least i know the xbox um bastion was the big xbox live arcade game that came out like people really like i played some of it it didn't grab me and then stick with it. I kind of regret it because mm-hmm. I kind of want to play it now. Yeah, I know the music is pretty damn good too in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, yeah, people love that game. Uh, what is this? 3D Classics Exevious, whatever the hell that is. Uh, I don't know. This looked like it's an old game. Yeah, it looks like it's a very old arcade game where it's a top-down type of shooter. Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna homicide the fucking game. That game looked like it's worth like five fifty cents. Um, <laughs> Galaga Thirtieth Collection came out on the iOS. I don't know why I said that. I thought it was gonna be 3ds, and now I just saw it. It's a <laughs> damn Apple game. <laughs> Catherine came out yeah. ten years ago. This puzzle game, which is all about this sexy girl named Catherine, who was this guy. I think he dreams about. But he has a real girlfriend. And I, I never the story. I never really got to learn it. I just know it was a puzzle game. Yeah. But every time I see it, I just see this sexy girl. So I was like, "What kind of puzzle game is this?" <laughs> it's like that's all like the big thing. And then, man, you got the special editions where you get that freaking pillow over. Yep. And shit. Body no, pillow. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It got it got to be a little weird. Um. It's okay. Did you ever play it? I played the demo of it. I I'm not really familiar with it outside of that. I've seen I've seen some people play it, but yeah, it just seems like what like kind a of puzzle? Game. What kind of puzzle game is it? It reminds me kind of um, Qbert ish. Like it's kind of that isometric perspective, and you're trying to like climb blocks and stuff. That's what it always what reminded is, yeah, me of. What was that game called on PlayStation? I think it's called IQ. Because I played the demo of that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. And I I don't know if it's like cubics, but the cubic does the the bottom of you the um, cubes disappear? because um, that's what that's what it happened to IQ. In Cubert, it was like when you jumped on a block, it would disappear. Okay, so it's quite similar. Yeah, it's just similar-ish. I mean, but okay, so that's what Catherine was, and they really just they couldn't just sell that game. They had to. That's why no, the sexy girls, really sexy girls, it. and sheep <laughs> in it. Uh huh. Uh, where am I at? Pac-Man and Galaga Dimensions on 3DS came out. So yeah, two, oh no, well Galaga, that was iOS, as I said. Alright, so 
had that. Those two great games, great games together. Um, the Sims Three Town Life stuff uh, came out, which is this one, the Sims expansions. I'm not gonna say this game, so I don't know what it is unless you know what it yeah. is. Okay, all right. From Dust was another yeah. Xbox Live Arcade game that came out. Another um, decent one. I forgot what this game. What is this game about? This one was like you were a guy and you were moving around like the landscape and stuff. Like you were terraforming stuff. You were making yeah, things. Yeah, it was almost a godlike. Yeah. Not entirely sure what the point of all that was. I only really ever played the demo, but yeah, it was cool, like just terraforming everything, changing the landscape around. Alright, also, what is this? Look like some anime sister stuff. Oh Chantelis? Oh what I don't know. Chantelis? Are they going yeah. for French? Chantelis, yeah, but probably yeah, it's probably most like a Chantelis. Chantelis. It's looks like a RPG. It got a seven out of ten on Steam though. Oh, there you Steam go. people like it. Users. Users love that shit. Yeah. yeah, it looks like a J or like a action third person, maybe a RPG ish, I don't know. Yeah. Is it three D or like pixely? 3D. Okay. It looks like a PlayStation game. Gotcha. So that's it for 20 years ago. So now we're going... My, my, my fault. For 10 years ago. Now we're going back 20 years to 2001. And we have... A big one came out in Japan. Final Fantasy X. Final Fantasy X came out. So we couldn't wait in here in America for it. I remember just seeing the screenshots of this. I was like, oh my god. And then they say, oh, it's talk. There's voice actors. Oh my god, they're going to talk. I don't have to read anymore. This is amazing. <laughs> uh, yes, this game, I, this is one of my most anticipated games of this year. Like, oh, when we get to the holiday of this year, this is my, this was, and probably still is, my best years in video game was 2001. Yeah. This is where I got a, my, my best games. <laughs> And Final Fantasy X was one of them. Final Fantasy X didn't come out to America until the week of December, um, the week of Christmas. Oh, wow. So I remember it just came out then. And my mom was working at Toys R Us, so that's she got it for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, man. God, I love I loved that game. <laughs> All right. So we got another game called Extermination for PlayStation 2 came out in the U.S. What What is this? Oh, you didn't look it up? No, sorry. Uh, it looks like it's a survival <laughs> horror game. You know what? The developer is called Dead Space. I, I noticed that. I was like, is it a Dead Space game? That's where they got it from, Dominic. That's where they stole That's the where, name. Yep. From. They sell. They say, we're going to do a game like Extermination. And, but, oh, no. This is going to call it Dead Space. Sorry, that's <laughs> okay, yeah. Survival horror game. And as such, players are encouraged to win whenever they can. This idea is reinforced by the fact that ammunition is limited for the main character's weapons. And most enemies, especially the larger or human descending descended types, typically take a lot of damage before being defeated. Another element of survival horror that holds true is that ammo for special weapons is limited from the get-go. Um, let's see what they gave this game. Reception... Uh, Famitsu gave it a 31 out of 40, so that's great. I need an uh, Extermination uh, uh, Remaster, Dominic. GameSpot and IGN praised the game for offering some originality to the genre, making some minor improvements over similar gameplay found in Resident Evil, the soundtrack, and suitable graphics. However, they criticized the sometimes awkward 
straightforward gameplay and voice acting, and how the game did not really offer anything that could top other survival horror releases. Um, so they gave it uh, one gave it a seven point one, another one gave it a six point nine out of ten. So it was kind of mediocre, like a mediocre game. Um, I wonder if any of these people are like famous developers, like they have done something else. Yeah. Here, I'm clicked on one of them. They created the Dead Space series. (laughs) It looks like that developer Uh, also made a game in 2003 called Hungry Ghosts. Oh, okay. Which sounds like fun, but the cover just looks scary. So they're just the Pac-Man ghosts or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, do the Pac? No, the Pac-Man ghosts will eat Pac-Man. They just probably just kill them. No, they definitely eat them. No, they eat them. (laughs) All right. So what else we got here? We got. Oh, this is a big game. I know you love it. Max Payne, yeah. the original one, came out, was released. I wasn't really excited for the game. Well, first of all, I didn't know it was even coming to PlayStation 2. I don't know if they announced that at the same time when they announced the PC version. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, I but remember. I did like the look of it. Like I said, they said, oh, you slow-mo action like in The Matrix. And yeah, I said, like, oh, man. shit. And I <laughs> saw that. I said, that's, that's awesome. I said, that is awesome. So when I heard it was PlayStation version coming out, I was kind of into it um but my, i think my friend got it and i played it it was okay mm-hmm. but it wasn't all that but you played it right yeah i played some of the first one the the first one came out at a time where like my pc was just not really powerful enough to play it it was really two that that brought me into the series oh a so lot it was more. two okay yeah, yeah. but i always thought well, it was funny because i always looked the only at the one right what's that because <laughs> it's only been what three games so you say it's been bought to the series did you, you never play the third one did you no i didn't <laughs> brought me into the series and immediately pushed me out of the series. I was satisfied, Dominic, too. Yeah, I always thought it was funny because I thought it was Bruce Willis's face on Max Payne. I thought it was some actor. I don't know if it was Bruce Willis, but I thought it was a, a actor though. Yeah, I thought it was like a famous person. I just didn't know who it was. It turned out to be Sam Lake, <laughs> the developer. So, all right. So, what else we got here? We got Rune Viking Warlord. I don't know what this is. This is Valhalla before Valhalla. Yeah, the game is based on Ragnarok, showing the conflict between the gods Odin and Loki in the build-up to Ragnarok. It was built with the Unreal Engine. It's the Unreal Engine, Daniel. That yeah. powerful engine. It got a 77 on PC, but a 55 on PS2. So I feel like don't I kind of remember people. this game a little bit. Cause, uh, is it an action game? I think so. I think it's like third person action game. Okay. Yeah, because it's made by Human Head, the guys that did Prey before they went away. Oh. Yeah, but that's the PlayStation 2 version came out. So the PC version must already came out. Get that version. No, don't get this one. <laughs> All right. Also, Pokemon Crystal came out 20 years ago. This is the one with that horse on the front, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, did you play this one? Um, I definitely own it. Uh, so yes, I I did play it. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I beat it though. Um, because this would have came out with what emerald and ruby, or that's what emerald, it is. No, was it gold and silver? Yes. Yeah, gold and silver. Right? Gold yes. And silver, yeah, gold and silver. Em- emerald yeah. was the one for ruby and sapphire. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I yeah yeah I think I. 
bought it like later thinking like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm back in the Pokemon mood now. And then I spend some time with him and was like, eh. It's, what it's was the Pokemon variation game. between black and white? Was there was there a mulatto? Was there a mulatto <laughs> po- Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that they ever did one because then they did black they, and white too. They, so that's that was yeah. Probably... They, they didn't do one. Yeah, they didn't do one. Mulatto. Supposed <laughs> to be like light brown or something. Brown. Yeah, Pokemon brown. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else we got here? We got. Tweety and the Magic Gems came back for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, boy. Daniel Tweety, who is the star of Space Jam and Space Jam Indeed Legacy. Indeed, she he is. <laughs> she is. He, I think, I want to say it's a he, Daniel. I feel like I we, he. we talked about this one last week, too. Because I remember looking at I, this cover and seeing their arm as a wing and being weirded out I by thought it. it was the Vester's game or something. I mean, uh, maybe there was something Looney Tunes... But I don't remember it being called Tweety and Magic Gems. There was something Looney Tunes we looked at. Because I said there's Bugs Bunny. Was Bugs, is Bugs Bunny in front of this one? Yes. Yeah, he's Oh, shit. There. Then we did then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then we did talk about this. And it probably was from that other website I looked at. Because their dates are usually different. Mm. All right. So what else we have here? We have Power Shovel came out for the PlayStation 20 years ago. Power incredible. Shovel is a... Yes, you are playing as basically all the machines that be at a construction site, like a bulldozer. But that's the only one I looked at so far. Um, not a bulldozer, a crane. Um, not a crane. An excavator. One with the yeah, the, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that's what they're so, called. And you're you're actually doing what they do. You pick up the dirt and you put it in the back of the truck and. I guess I, mean, I don't know. If there's more to it. It's probably is, but I'm just thinking like <laughs> I this saw is one just... where they're smashing cars with the excavator bucket. Oh, okay. That that's probably what you want to do because that was just boring. <laughs> that was that is looking boring. It's like you just we're a construction site. What the hell? Why are you having fun with this? Yeah, because some kids are really into construction stuff, Dominic. Yeah, I like the toys, <laughs> but I'm physically, you know, digging in dirt and yeah. messing and put, doing that shit. <laughs> I don't know if I'll care about that in video game for. Oh, yes. Desperados came out 20 years ago. This got rated pretty well. Um, it's a strategy game based on the wild. It's called Wanted, Dead, or Alive, the subtitle. Um, it's like a tactics game uh-huh. on the Wild West. And I think they had they had sequels to it. And it's, I believe, they had a special on this, like uh, on YouTube. They did an interview with the guys for the anniversary of it. Saying like it's been twenty years since the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know there's a Desperados three. I don't know if they made any more after that. But I mean, that, that sounds pretty cool to have. I mean, and be a decent game like having that um, setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got well nine out of ten on Steam. It's only four ninety nine. Um, let me see. Is any on Desperate? Yeah, there's a three, and there seems to be like season pass and stuff like that. Yeah, three. Oh, three just came out recently. Really? Desperados three came oh, out twenty twenty. June 16th, 2020. I'm sure we talked about that. And that got rated pretty damn good. Okay, yeah. I think I remember us talking about this a little bit last year. Because it's like the uh, isometric view kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like the tactics games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just... Okay, this... I mean, this sounds like a, look like a game I actually would like. Honestly. Um, just don't have the time. <laughs> and 3 looks pretty good. I like 3. Yeah. 
That's good. Look All right. So what else we got? We got a game that did you ever play this game, Daniel? No, Klonoa was always one of those things that since I didn't really have a PlayStation at the time when the games came out, I always just kind of looked at it and went like, "Man, I really yeah. wish that came." It was to too it. powerful. It was too powerful for the GameCube yeah. and uh, I know the Xbox. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, the one that I so, played was they. They eventually came out with a play, uh, Game Boy Advance one that yeah. I had a lot of fun with. It was. That's it was bad. mostly just me watching on like G four or whatever GT TV, whatever it was before it became G four television, and they would they would play people. What they would show people playing it, and I always thought it was really cool because it's kind of like a mascotty platformer type thing in yeah. the vein of a Mario or a Jack and Daxter or Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, Klonoa to Luntis Lunatis Vale Vale. What the hell is these names, man? <laughs> uh, but Klonoa two, I remember seeing it in the magazines, and I mean, it looked all right, but I was like, man, this is two D. <laughs> I was like, ever since Two Mario sixty four came out, I just did not care for 2d games always felt like that was in the past like that's come on everything has to be 3d i never got back into 2d games probably until xbox 360 that's what lame babies are playing though like or like the game boy or game when i got ds Mm. i got back into 2d games yeah because i didn't have a game boy events so i didn't play um so I didn't really play 2D games. Yeah, I was oh, everything had to be 3D. So I saw that. Yeah, that's I said. I was like, man, I ain't playing this little baby game or something <laughs> like that. But I, but this actually got great reviews um, for this game. Yeah. Also, Soldier of Fortune came out for the Dreamcast. This is not a great version of it, but that's Soldier of Fortune game because I don't remember talking about it. I felt maybe we did, but I don't remember. But it's one of those realistic shooting games. Mm-hmm. Like at the time, man, was pretty great and people it was a little controversy there too i think some places didn't some places it didn't couldn't be sold yeah i want to say like walmart or something didn't want to sell it oh there was places here i was talking about other countries Uh, (laughs) i I, I feel like there was some kind of like controversy over that because it's like oh you know the the age-old argument of well walmart sells guns but they won't sell you this rap album with the aggressive lyrics or whatever you know yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah, Soldier of Fortune. Yeah, I tell people talking about. I was sitting in the magazines. Yeah, because you could blow limbs just, off of people. There was yeah. like that kind of stuff, and also like I never realized it at the time, but like it was in fact tied to the Soldier of Fortune magazine that existed, which was like a gun porn type thing. I didn't know it was a magazine. Yeah. I used to think it was based off a movie because I was like, <laughs> this sound like a movie. It sounded like it was a movie title. Mm. I'm surprised there isn't a movie that's called Soldiers of Fortune. I'm sure there's gotta be. There's yeah. gotta be. All right, so that's it for 20 years ago, but I got a couple games. Well, no, actually, I don't. I have one game <laughs> for 30 years ago. 30 years ago, Japan, Final Fantasy 2 slash 4 was released for the Super Nintendo. So it was Final Fantasy 4 for Japan, but for us, it was 2 because they didn't give us a Final Fantasy 3, 2, 2 and 3. Yeah. yeah. That's how you do math. That didn't give us three and two. So they didn't want to confuse us. Because they didn't put four. We were like, oh, I didn't play the other ones. What are we going to do? Uh, so well, that's the why they had to do that fantasy, for us. So, you know, it's the last <laughs> one you can play. 
And this was a, a pretty, at the time, was a great game. It was a good JRPG. Nice story. You play a Cecil the Knight, who was a dragon knight. He was a, one of those, like a black knight or something, like a dark knight at first. Then became like a paladin or something, or the Ooh. light white knight. I forget. Something like that. Yeah. It was, one of those, it, was, it was a good story at the time. But it's pretty, right now, it's pretty tamed <laughs> and pretty simple. But yeah, I, I played this game when it was in that Final Fantasy Chronicles, went the Chrono Trigger. Mm. That's when I first ever played that game. The one that I just don't understand. How it came in the name. <laughs> I like Chrono Trigger. <laughs> because Final Fantasy was the, that was the selling point, Daniel. Yeah. To get people, even though Chrono Trigger was the better game. All right. So that is it for the flashback segment. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we get to the gaming news. to the gaming news so what we got Dan? all right dominic so first up we got a weird story of uh amazon's new mmo that's currently in beta the new world is apparently causing some issues for people that have gtx 3090 cards uh some people are reporting that they're basically killing their card like they launch this game they go into the menus mess with some settings like graphic settings and all of a sudden could Louis, everything's just black. Hmm. Uh, that's that's a real rough situation, obviously. Uh, Amazon has already come out and said, like, hey, there are a lot of people playing this game, and there's not many reports of this, so this is just this totally fake news, whatever. Um, we'll see. I, I, I wasn't able to find, like, anybody explaining what they think, like, theorizing what it is if... You know, maybe it's just coded in a way that it overpowers it right off the bat. And, you know, some of these cards just don't know how to throttle that immediately. I, I don't know. But that that's not a good look, obviously, from Amazon. Um, and you're already like, I don't feel like there's a, a large amount of people looking forward to this game. So then you have like this news going around, like... How many people are going to be pushed away from even giving this game a chance in fear that, you know, their hardware might be fried? Because we're talking a 3090. That's the top of top of the line card. I think it's like fourteen hundred dollars. Like, yeah, unless Amazon's replacing that for me, I'm not risking that yet. And what if you're the person who's paid it like the inflation price for it? Oh, God, because (laughs) yeah. Some of those are like going for over two grand. It, yeah, it's freaking insane. I can't, can't even imagine. I mean, if I don't know, I want to say anybody that's play, paying like that much has enough money to not really be worried about it. But there are people that just feel like they need a thing so bad at the time of its release. That, yeah, you know, they they saved all their money and up it, and still still it. lost a card. Is like that's that's still bullshit. And a game to fucking destroy my card. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a. A beta, a beta of a game, yeah. too. At that game, this is going to be the new crisis, Dominic. Can your can your video card run New World? New World. So. 
But so Amazon is saying that this is not true. Yeah, basically, not they're enough. saying, like, we've heard reports of this, but there are so many people playing this game that, you know, it, it seems very isolated if this is, in fact, a, a thing that's happening. They haven't they haven't oh, okay. said, like, oh, shit, yeah, there was an error in our code, and now we've fixed it. So, you know, I mean, that that's what's even more concerning to me is, like, if 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 we don't know what's causing it, like if you're not acknowledging that it's a thing, then you're not acknowledging how to fix it either. Yeah. All right. So what else we got, man? All right. So we got some Ubisoft news this week, Dominic. We got the, the shutting down of Tom Clancy's elite squad. This is the mobile RPG that launched last year. So we're already, already throwing that one under the bus, which is surprising for Ubisoft. Usually they... I spent so much money in that game, Daniel. <laughs> you bought Damn. so many Sam Fisher skins for that game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, it's it's a little surprising to me, considering Ubisoft's recent track record of supporting everything, even things that people aren't necessarily playing. But also, this is a mobile game, so maybe I'm not as concerned. This is where they draw the line at. Yep. And they also drew the line because they were like, Sam Fisher's in this game. We got to make this game stop happening. <laughs> so they had also teased that they were going to make an, a, a big announcement for a Tom Clancy, uh, fra- uh, um, not franchise. Um, property? Property. Thank you. That's the exact word I was looking for. Yeah, a, a Tom Clancy property. Um, so the day before they were like, ah, look at this. And everybody was like, yeah, we're finally getting freaking new, uh, splinter cell. And of course that didn't happen. Dominic. Instead we got X defiant, which they describe as like a punk rock mosh pet meets a tactical shooter or some very bad marketing terms. Um, basically it's a six on six class based shooter, a lot of people are comparing it to a a Call of Duty. It's it's a lot of like arena maps and stuff like that. It's not a it's not a battlegrounds, it's not a battle royale type thing. But what gets me about it is like the name, the X Defiant and like everything marketing wise that they're showing is very like punk rock edgy, rage 2-esque, it bright like that. pinks and stuff. What's that called? What's that game called? That coming out the extreme game oh yeah the writer's republic yeah how they kind of advertise that mm-hmm. that's how they start this off yeah like that and you listen you look at the game it's like does it look like that no it looks like very much kind of a generic shooter mixed with a little bit of character like from the division because uh, what it is is they're actually the factions are based on different factions from different Tom Clancy games. So you have one from ghost recon, you have one from splinter cell, and then you have two from the division. So they very much How just characters from there. Do they have any, do they have any characters from clear and present danger? <laughs> I don't any? think so. No, <laughs> no Harrison Ford, uh, no Harrison Ford. No, no Harrison Ford, no Ben Affleck, no Morgan Freeman. Uh, no. And what about the, the latest guy, the guy from the office? Oh, no. The Tom uh, John Krasinski. Yeah. None of yeah. him either. Or uh, is is that new one with Michael B. Jordan and Tom Clancy, or is that something else? I I don't I don't remember seeing Tom Clancy in that title. Okay. What I feel like it's some series that I'm I'm 
matching it to that's shooty shooty bang bang kind of thing anyway so yeah the, it's it looks weird i don't don't know what there is for people here that people don't already have in a game like call of duty to be honest with you yeah that's what i'm saying yeah exactly if you're a guy who likes call of duty why would you get this i mean unless you maybe you're saying hey because of this latest news where we'll get to I can't get Call of Duty anymore. Right. But then it's Ubisoft. <laughs> so they have something that's kind of similar to the news we're going to get to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> later on. So, yeah, I don't see if you're a Call of Duty fan, why this, why would you go to this game? Mm. Or, I mean, unless, because if you're a Rainbow Six fan, I mean, this is just a regular shooter. Like, you, there's a reason why you like Rainbow Six is. Because it's different, it's more strategic um, than the usual Call of Duty games. Right. But I don't, yeah. I guess Ubisoft just feel like they have to get their own version of that? I I don't know. I I have no idea. Just gotta fill all the market holes, Dominic. Gotta gotta game. Is this free to play? It is, I believe. Okay, so they. Or no, hold on. I'm sorry. Before I say that, I might be mixing that up with the soccer game because uh, I, I guess I'll just mention it real quick. I didn't have it on here, but Pro Evolution Soccer is turning into e football or something like that, and mm-hmm. that's going to be free to play. So, oh, so how does that going to work? It, I'm sure they're going to have some like fucking Ultimate Team style bullshit in there to make up for it, but at least like. Uh, that kind of makes sense to me because if you have a juggernaut like FIFA, maybe you can backdoor your way in as a free to play game and then get word of mouth, you know, talking about it. Like I, I heard some people speculate that NBA live could go in that direction. If that were to return, you know, to try and compete with 2k. But um, I want to know how would that work? Like, could I play a season, a franchise mm, mode? Gotcha. That's what I mean. Not, not playing against people. Right. Yeah, that's a good question. Would they build all that out or would it just be, uh, you know, here you can play this online type thing? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Do, 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 do. X Defiant will be free to play. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So that, okay. I can see why they're doing this. It's free to play. So maybe, hey, people can just jump in to play this. So it's not. It's probably not much to lose doing this. It's probably more, maybe it's more to gain than to lose yeah. on this game. Especially if they are like maybe using the assets from those games. Like maybe that's why why they're using characters from different. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like Apex Legends with the Titanfall stuff. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just weird that, like, the way they're advertising it just doesn't really seem to line up with what this game appears to be. Like, sure, there's some graffiti on the walls, but, like, the vibe that they're trying to give off doesn't really come through in the gameplay at all. And, I don't know, a disconnect kind of, I don't know, fucks with me a little bit. All right, Dominic. So we finally got EA's kind of big E3-esque show this week since they did not participate in that. 
They've been saving themselves for their own event EA play. And that happened this week. So we got some news out of there. Uh, the announcement of a new Codemasters racing game, Grid Legends. So this is going to be Grid, but this time it's going to have a full-on story mode. Seems like they've got like actors and stuff, you know, dramatizing everything. Like, oh, this rookie came in and is taking my spot. I'm going to shove him. Okay. That kind of stuff. Um, as far as like actual interest level in that, like I've never really been into the Grid series. But like adding yeah, story either. stuff to it does, you know, bring me closer to being interested in that seemed all right. They also showed season two of Knockout City, so apparently that game's doing pretty well for them. They're going to continue. Oh, season it, two, yeah, which is cool because uh, Rocket Arena very much was DOA from the start, and yeah. it's cool that they kind of got something with this Knockout City thing. Uh, they showed off a new ball, the Soda Ball, which looks like you throw it and then it like covers your opponent in some some gunky soda. There are also different levels, different arenas that they're adding to the game as well. So that looks neat. They also showed some Lost in Random. This is a game we've seen in the past. It's kind of claymation-y looking, uh, Coraline-esque, and there's like a little dice guy that's you know, uh, going along with you on your adventure. And that game looks all right. I, I don't know gameplay-wise if it's something that's really going to really going to bring me in at all like it's not an action platformer type thing it's uh i'm trying to think what type of game it is exactly it's a dice battle game with real-time uh, action and turn-based tactics so yeah maybe but it seems all right uh they also showed some battlefield stuff their focus kind of this time was the Battlefield Portal, which is going to bring elements of several different games, Battlefield 3, um, 1042, is that the original one? Um, ones like that, uh, also Bad Company, and allow you to create like custom matches in multiplayer with different rule sets and different aspects of those games, you know, different weapons from different eras and and things of that nature seems like they're just kind of doing something to be a little different from, you know, what we're seeing nowadays, you know, they tried their hand at the, the battleground stuff and that didn't really work out for them last time. So it seems like, so maybe, this is like a, sorry, you can create maps, not create like maps. It's kind of more like the forge and halo where you got the map and you can kind of drop things down into it. Like, Oh, okay. oh I want to put the, all right. The gun over here, thing over here, wind condition. Okay, yeah. That's that's cool. I wish, like all, that. I wish a lot of those first-person shooters do that. It really feels like, I don't know. It, I would imagine there's some kind of science behind it where it's like, oh, well, if we give people these options, then we're dividing our player base too much because, like, oh, then it'll be hard to find matches because nobody wants to play by your rules or something like that. So I wonder if that's well, I, why we don't. Yeah, well, Halo, I think it's easier now. I used to have a hard time trying to find to play those. Like, like, hey, how can I just join like uh, one of these crazy matches mm. or something? Mm. I mean, look, it takes work. That's all I know is it takes work <laughs> before you can get it so people can see the most popular ones and yeah, stuff. Absolutely. You know, I mean, that. I mean, that's. I think that's what Halo Forge does. 
But I, I like seeing that because it, it keeps it so that these games last longer than what they what they usually do. The people want to move on, but something some something might catch on. Like a game, not, oh, I'm saying not all games are not gonna catch on to to be like games that's played like like Counter Strike or something like that. Right. But maybe I mean you have a chance to have probably prolong a little bit longer. Like if people create really great maps and then you're like okay i want to play on this map this stage looks pretty good or maybe you can do something like a spotlight say we're gonna look at these few like these stages and see like rank which one's top and we're gonna put it out there Mm. something that people to see we'll see how that turns out later this year and then their kind of big end of the show announcement was the uh, somewhat rumored. I think we had previously talked about that there was a rumor going around in the past couple of weeks, like month or two, is really when I had first even heard that this stuff was kind of happening. But Dead Space is back. They didn't really give any indication of if it's going to be a remake, a remaster, what it's going to be, but it's Dead Space. <laughs> they They had the scary monsters and the the health bar on the back of your suit. So it's very definitively dead space. Dominic, what do you think? So visceral. So it's being made by EA motive. Actually. Are they visceral people went to them? Only some of them were the ones that Jade Raymond and, um, the lady from naughty dog had originally gone to before they left. And okay. we're supposed to be making the Star Wars game. All right, all right. Um, it's just I was looking at Jim Sterling's latest video because he was talking about this and how he's not going to buy it. Oh, okay. And because of what they did to Visual, and like now you're bringing this back. Now you're bringing this back down. It's. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I. I. Okay, you. You boycott what you want to boycott. I mean, I understand. But, I mean, for me, I mean, I don't really play the game anyway because I'm not really into um, the horror games. But, I, people are excited for this. Um, I mean, I hope it does as well. I mean, I hope it's a good game. But, it's. Um, I can see why people have a problem. It's like you got rid of the studio. You didn't give them a chance to work on it like this is their um game and now you're bringing it back yeah. after you got rid of them yeah it, it it looks bad especially you announced this after the callisto protocol that game that looked very dead space inspired and is from some of the people that did create from dead those space. people exactly yeah so it's like too. oh this could be a money maker for us maybe we should revisit this yeah so that's I think yeah that's what he tried to really spin in like hey look at mm. Callisto's protocol like that game, and I wonder how much of it is also like looking at Capcom and going oh yeah we could just do the remake the you know the Resident Evil style thing with this and 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 make people happy. Yeah, them doing a remake. Well, sorry. Two. I feel like why can't it be a new game like Nine Star from? Is the lore known thing? Is that? <laughs> right. The only thing like, I know how about big the first a deal game is that Isaac goes to a space station that he like works on, and then something happens to his girlfriend, and then he's trying to get his girlfriend back. Yeah, but I, 
yeah, I know that too. I'm just saying, like, the two deviate from that, like lore. Right. What did it do? I didn't notice that. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. When like, I watched there's, it on there's YouTube. nothing to it, really. Even the only thing I was thinking about when they say go back to what it was is that okay, it's not going to be two player because right. that's what yeah. they had it in three, and it's not going to be microtransactions because you had that in three. Except we're definitely keeping that aspect on. <laughs> Hopefully not. But yeah, I was like, story. I mean, what happened? What what, what was wrong with the story? Yeah. I mean, I felt like it was just. Uh, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, I didn't think it was like, oh man, God really messed up the lore, man. And yeah. just, I, I never got that. And I don't remember people. how three really ended. Like, it almost feels like everything died, but also like. I feel like there were also some weird things about those like statues or whatever that had powers where it's like, I'd like to see where this goes going forward. Like Isaac's not a special character. Like you could very much just move on to a different character in the same world. I mean, shit, you basically did that with three by having another guy there. Right. so, yeah, I, I wonder what this ends up being. Cause you, you definitely, if this is just a remake, a straight up remake, then you you're playing it safe. It feels like real safe because yeah, that's that is the safest safe as can be. You're making money elsewhere. You can you can take a risk every once in a while, and like I know there's EA has like this feeling about like hey we we took risks we made this game we made Mirror's Edge you know years and years ago Rocket and League what's that. <laughs> Rocket League. Rocket Arena. Rocket Arena, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocket Arena, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, that was a dumb title, too. See? Oh, absolutely. Because it's Rocket League. And, and you know, I, I think they felt kind of burnt after that because they didn't really, none of those games sold as well as they wanted to. I'm sure they sold fine, but, you know, it's, since then, it's just been like here, we're going to churn out the same kind of shit until, I mean, like something like uh, Titanfall or a, uh, Jedi Fallen Order have kind of broken the mold a little bit, but for the most part, you're just kind of getting the same stuff from EA all the time. And they haven't really taken those risks since then. Yeah, them Activision, yeah, they're, mm-hmm. they're basically some of the Activision. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully not in some ways, Dominic. So, so speaking of Activision and terrible companies because at one point EA was was voted the the worst company in America. Hopefully uh hopefully Activision's taking that title this year. Uh so California, their fair employment and housing, they have uh they have brought forth a lawsuit against Activision, uh basically alleging that their uh quote unquote fret boy culture and uh some some sexual harassment claims have, uh, you know, made this company a, a pretty shit place for a lot of women specifically to work, you know, and, and reading through these allegations, there's some, some pretty bad stuff in there. There's some kind of run of the mill, you know, not paying women the same wages, micromanaging them, you know, more than their, their male counterparts promoting them more than their male counterparts. You know, there's stuff about their male counterparts basically being able to play video games. Why, while these women are being expected to complete their work, getting drunk, 
uh, and that's and, and that's where you get into the the really kind of even worse stuff where they're talking about like cubicle crawls where their male counterparts are getting drunk and going like cubicle to to cubicle harassing these women um there was even a story about uh, a woman taking her own life while on a business trip because of you know a sexual relationship she was having with her superior um so this investigation it sounds like it's been happening for the past two years so it, it seems pretty grounded in reality um of what that company was and seemingly still is we don't know that's that's what will you know will be determined in court but i this is this is on a level that i don't even think some of that stuff that came out of ubisoft was was talking about you know this is this is some real bad shit and somebody over there needs to take accountability i mean all the the memos and internal correspondence it sounds like from the higher ups so far that have leaked out has have basically been like this doesn't reflect the the culture of our company and this isn't the place that we are and blah 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 diversity in this that and the other thing but i don't know i, I don't think you know a a a state state department is is necessarily going to go at a company as large as Activision Blizzard without having some, you know, pretty substantial evidence. So where all this took place was this like all all over the company or was there a certain department? It seems like it's pretty widespread throughout the company based on okay. my reading of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. Like some things I read too. It was just disgusting. I mean, I never worked in an environment similar to this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I never really worked in an environment where there was mostly men and, or white people in general. Uh, so I don't know, like, that work environment where, like, in a corporate space where there's mostly, where corporate space is mostly men and they're white or, yeah, they're mostly white. So can't really imagine too much about what it would be like there. Mm -hmm. Um, but that that sounds like shit. I mean, to you have to go through that, Absolutely. and for nothing, for nothing to happen, like you, I guess talking to HR, that doesn't happen. I mean, we always I mean you always hear the saying that HR is really there for the company, not right. the employees. And yeah, that it sucks. I mean, this that's, I mean, I, I can't imagine like it not getting out. Like mm -hmm. not enough people are saying something to stop that that just tells me that man you mean tell me like all these people there was just like i'm not gonna say nothing or they were part either part of the problem or they're just not gonna say nothing i was like come on it had to be some like there was no men there to say anything like to speak i was like yo this is fucked up what are you yeah. doing and that that's a that fucking sucks if that's the case i mean damn like again, I yeah. I hope there's uh, some repercussions from that uh, that takes place, and that yeah, shit like that gets fixed. And you know what? It, it this is probably not so isolated either. Yeah, this is probably in other places too. 
Mm-hmm. And that's that's damn hand. That's fucked up. I mean, that's the that's the crazy thing is like we've talked about this stuff in the past, and usually it sounds like kind of run of the mill stuff that we would hear about in we would hear about. I mean, obviously in our jobs, we've never really been in this type of particular environment, but you know, poor management and stuff like that. And you know, some light sexism, you'll, you'll see that around, but when you get into like physical attacks of people and things of that nature, like that's something I've never experienced in, in my career. And it's just like, wow, it it really does go to that level and worse. And if it's like this in this type of company, then who's to say that other companies like this, a Google, a Microsoft, uh, um, Ubisoft, obviously we've heard about things from them. You know, who's to say that these companies don't also share similar stories, you know, because especially in video games, like so many people, go between different companies at any given time. They're basically contract workers. Right. Exactly. So they're bringing this culture to, (laughs) to these companies. And, and, you know, it just, it blows my mind that things could be even worse than we had previously even thought. Like we knew it was bad, but some of these allegations are just, some next level disgusting garbage. So, okay. Like, I want to know where are the ages of these people also like in the upper management, like, mm. or when did they start and when did they start? And when they started, did they just moved up to the top? Like, I mean, like they were early on, they got to upper management like pretty fast quickly. Track, basically. Yeah. Or cause the culture sounds so young. Mm hmm. Absolutely. I mean, especially when you describe it like frat boys, right? Yeah. So I want to know is like these people who like when they got out of college or whatever, how they got to in this industry, they started at a young age, but they were the top dogs Mm -hmm. and they still kept that mentality they had in college so that when they brought people under them, they were young too, or they just bought into what, how they act. They yeah. brought in people who are similar to them. So it got to a point where it's just a group case. of them. They're all the same yeah. like this. But now that it's more down that this space is a little more diverse. Now you don't have people, everybody who's like that, mm. but the, maybe the top people are though. Cause they've been there longer and, or in something like that. So they're still act this way, act that frat boy way. And do those things. So, cause I, yeah, that is interesting. Like I can see like a grown ass man, like who's in their upper thirties or forties, like doing shit like this. But I'm thinking like maybe if he was doing this all his life, right? Exactly. Like he started, like I said, he started early and that's what it was because it probably, cause it probably was a young man's game. I mean, like doing this stuff, everybody probably did worked on this shit when they were super young mm. and they just, Got to that space. They weren't like in the sixties or something. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna start a video game company. No, yeah. and, and so they still kept that mentality. They didn't really grow up. They still act that way, and they brought in people that were similar to them, so they act that way. And now you're getting more diverse, but that everybody's 
Right. So then there begins to be a conflict there. Yeah. Like all these men, because we, we separate by gender. And well, they do be specific of, they said what some, what happens to some black woman in there. Mm-hmm. They would be micromanaged and things of that nature. Yeah. There was one instance where basically they, the manager told the woman in order to take time off, she had to basically write like a book report about what she was going to do on her vacation. Like, what the fuck? That's just. Yeah. Disgusting. I want to know, like, how many black people in general work there, too. Mm. Like, are there, like, are they black, the black men part of the same problem, too? Because I speak from my perspective is that, like, if these people are acting like this, I can't imagine, like, are they really just racist to me or just racist to a black woman because they're women? Yeah. Is it and just misogyny okay with or the black is there dudes? also a yeah. level of, yeah. Racism, yeah. Is it just, yeah? Is it just misogyny? And I just think like, nah. And like, how many black people work at this company? That's all I want to know in general. Because I just have a feeling it might be more black women than black men there. Mm. Period. Uh, and yeah, because I'm thinking like, see, that's a problem right there. It's not even really that diverse. It's it sucks. I mean, well, diverse. It's diverse in the way that, you know, you might have people who's Indian or Chinese or Mm -hmm. Japanese or Korean and things of that nature. But really, that's just, I mean, let's be real. That's just people white people are really comfortable with. They're really comfortable with people because they kind of, they buy in to the the, the same culture that they do over here. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it sucks. It sucks that those people had to go through this and had to take it um, to court that it couldn't get fixed. Like if people, if people would have spoke up or did something, that shit would have been killed in the job or like somebody would have got fired or, or at least they would have, it wouldn't even gotten far enough to get to a point you're doing shit like this. Cause it'd be like, people are like, what the fuck are you doing? What's wrong with you? Yeah. You I mean, doing, maybe, maybe this, this was those people's only recourse, you know, maybe they weren't seeing, any sort of change out of HR, so they took it to the state to, you know, build a case against. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Is that is, gotcha. if they would have done that, but they're not. I don't know. Like to have the balls to get away with some of the stuff I read is that mm-hmm. I just show like, man, that must have been a lot. It can't be just a few bad apples. Absolutely, there had to be yeah. a it's lot of mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's is a whole fucking system. There's a company supporting those those individuals at the end of the day. Cause, yeah. That means the same thing as those people talk about police. When people keep saying, no, police, most police are good, just a few bad apples. But how those few bad apples make the system, just make up the whole system, though. Yeah. That, that doesn't do make any bad sense. bad apples continue to <laughs> get away with what they're doing? Like, look. Like, 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 you know, a few barrel of bad apples does not kill the whole freaking barrel of bad apples. Like, I could buy a bag of apples. Two of them could be bad. They got some good. They're still good. It's mostly good, though. Oh, sorry. I got my, my headphones fell out. You're fine. Yeah. No, that's... Yeah. It's... it. There's obviously something wrong with this company on on a systematic level from from the top down. And, and maybe that means, you know, we see some of these people at the top removed. But unless they're replaced with people who are willing to to commit to making some sort of change, I don't think that's going to solve it. Yeah, yeah, put their foot down because obviously the people under them 
were okay with it too. Because if right. enough people under them were, weren't okay with it, they wouldn't got away with it. Yeah, they wouldn't got away with it because they have been like these people have been like, nah, this there would be too many people going to HR. It would have been too big. It would have been they would have to do something. We'll we'll see how this shakes out. That's definitely. And the, we we keep saying like every time some shit like this happens, maybe we just like maybe something happening here will change other companies but it right. don't it's just that Doesn't we didn't like get it. caught well we didn't get caught yet yeah that's all that is still gonna do the same shit here until we get caught and then we're gonna wait till it get quiet again and it might get fucked up again in here <laughs> yeah so i know some people are saying they're gonna boycott activision blizzard games and i don't blame them one bit mm-hmm. i think it's with me it's kind of empty threat because <laughs> I haven't bought any Activision Blizzard games in a while. The last right. one I bought that I can remember is Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And before that, I think it was Call of Duty Infinite. No, you bought Call of Duty Infinite. Yeah. I bought the, the um, EA games, yeah. Battlefield and Titanfall. Yeah. So, but that's the last. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah, yeah so. <laughs> for me, it was Last Tony Hawk, bo- and they instantly so punished me for buying that game by making that developer into a fucking support studio. I know. Yep. <laughs> so I exactly. learned my lesson. And I was before any of this. So yeah, it's so yeah, and plus things down the pipeline, nothing I was really hugely interested in. Yeah. So like I said, that's really an empty threat for me. So yeah, I, I don't. I didn't play Call of Duty. I don't play Call of Duty much anymore, or at all. I haven't played it. in a few years now, so it's not really a big deal for me. But yeah, listen, that that company—I mean, it's Activision Blizzard. Those are the, some of the those are the best-selling games on console slash PC. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to be enough of us to boycott that shit because <laughs> a lot of people don't know this. What right. even fucking happened? They're not going to know about this. Like, this is not out there enough to people who actually just buy games. Like, you have to look for this news, really. Yeah. Like, the only way I see it is because it's the space I'm in. Now, I think it was trending, but I don't know how trending works sometimes. I think some people see <laughs> different things trending. Yeah. Nah, there's definitely for, some yeah. you know, so, customized stuff there, too. And then... Not everybody's on Twitter. Honestly, not everybody's on social media like that to look at look at yeah. that type of news. I mean, something like this, I feel like, has to be big enough to end up in you know your paper of choice, your Washington Posts, and your New York Times, and your yes, it was there. Bloomberg's, but what these fucking kids looking at Washington Posts? Well, yeah, I mean the kids, obviously, and the parents. <laughs> I, I don't know that they're going to be like, oh, I'm sorry, Billy, I'm not going to get your Call of Duty because. No, some ladies are getting harassed or something. No, this gonna say it's pretty hand. fucked up, but still gonna get the game. Yeah, they don't, they're not gonna really put two and two together. Like it's the only way to keep my child quiet for a week, Dom. I gotta get him Call of Duty. So it's really it's a personal thing, and which that that is fine. Like sometimes some things I'm like I don't care about killing it. It's just for me, you know. It's just a personal thing. Like mm. hey, I'm not gonna fuck with this anymore. Mm. Like, it's certain shows I don't watch. It's certain things I don't, yeah, I don't play or look at the stuff yeah. because I don't like or read. Like, I don't care. Like, it's still there. It's like, oh, and it doesn't hurt me. 
It's like I just I don't care about doing it. Re- looking at it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that it sucks. I mean, like I said, but before in other companies when a lot of this shit happens in companies that sometimes it's it's hard. It's hard to take that risk of really doing something because you don't want to lose your job. And I don't I don't know people's positions. Like I don't know their positions in life. But man, I don't know. Like, maybe you have a lot to lose. You got, you got to put your foot. You got, you got to make a choice. Is it okay to live, keep going to work, living like this, or I just gotta be out loud with it? Like, what do you want to do? You gotta make a. That's that's your choice. You gotta make. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, I I really wonder like the ratios here of of people committing these acts versus, you know, those who were just, you know, staying silent or, you know, not speaking up or, you know, again, maybe they were just talking and people to people knowing about people. it too. Yeah. Like how many people, yeah. And people just knowing about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, cause it, it's very possible that people were completely ignorant to it. You know, just the dude in my cubicle doing artwork over here, not knowing that two cubicles down my, supervisor is you know fucking around with somebody yeah i just do get my work and just go and go home yeah. like i go ahead work talk to a few people don't really get to know them personally just go home mm. and i was like oh i didn't really pay attention to this shit i didn't know the shit was going on all right anything else no i think that's that's it for the week dominic so all right we got some new releases. Dominic, you talked about it already, but Chris Tales is now out on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox it's on everything. One, Series X, and Google Stadia. Dominic, those hot new releases coming to Google Stadia. Yeah. So, we talked about that a little bit, so that seems cool. We also have Death's Door, which I've been hearing a lot about this week on some other podcasts. Yeah, me too. Uh, PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. I was watching some of this on Twitch earlier in the background while we were recording just to get an idea of what it is because I hadn't looked at it yet. looks like isometric view. You're playing it as a crow with a axe or a hammer and mm-hmm. seems kind of... Uh, I think I've heard people describe it as a Zelda, but it seems like there's a lot less action than a Zelda game. Like, there aren't a lot of enemies. So wait a minute. Are you... The crow is death or something? Um, I'm not entirely sure. He's got deathly robes on, so he could very well be, and it could very well be a scythe now that you say that, instead of a, you know, instead of a hammer or axe type thing. Yeah. Um, art style is cool. It's kind of simplistic. Uh, kind of reminds me of like a Lara Croft go in a way, like the simple colors, blocky, but not like, not not overly so, not like a Minecraft thing, but just cell shady kind of, I don't know. So that looks kind of neat. I'm, I'm intrigued to hear more about that. Check it, more of that out. Um, another thing that I was checking out on Twitch earlier was Pokemon Unite. This is now out on the Switch. It's the Pokemon MOBA. Um, oh, so yeah. That is... Something I'm very much not interested in, but I wanted to get an idea of <laughs> it, what it is free to play, right? I yes, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, but even then, like I have such little interest in getting into that. Like, 
I don't know. MOBA games are intimidating to me in a way, and not even well, because... Well, the, this one's not going to be. Because it's Pokemon. Go ahead and play it. Yeah. I don't know. Pokemon fans are the most vicious, Dominic. They're probably even worse than, than Dota fans or League of Legends fans. Oh, yeah. They they were <laughs> upset. That they didn't get all their 50 million Pokemon in the last game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I watched a little bit of that. It looked like a MOBA. You had a character, and then you ran up to another character that wasn't like a player character, and you killed it, and then you took a tower, and then the player character came along and killed you, and then you respawned. So that's that's, that's a MOBA, all right. Um, next up, we got Last Stop, which you also talked about earlier. PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series consoles. So, on everything, basically, minus Stadia. Uh, so, you were saying, basically, story stuff's pretty good. Gameplay stuff may be a little lacking, though, right? Yeah. So Yeah, it just, it's not like it's not as good as the Telltale games. Let me ask you, as far as, well, like... I mean, at uh, least maybe the bad ones. Maybe the bad ones. Yeah. Like, A Life is Strange is a little more in that, I would say. Like, more story-motivated and less gameplay-motivated. How would you compare that to something nah, like nah. that? No, no. Life is Strange is a lot better. A lot better? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. And then we got Orcs Must Die, number three. PC, PS4, I Xbox this One. this game already came out. Xbox Series X. For some reason. I want to say it might have been in early access. I think that's what it was. Because I was like, Orcs Must Die 3. I was thinking like, oh, maybe it's on another system. And I was like, wait a minute. That's all of that damn goddamn systems. It's like, yeah. what? How's this game not out? Yeah. Okay. Damn, man. I remember when I remember the first one. Mm-hmm. That seems like a fun series. I, yeah. I think I played a little bit of like one. It was a tower defense type of game, right? Mm-hmm. Or was yeah okay? Yeah, so you're like, and it you, still is. Yeah, so you're like a third person game, but you're setting up traps and stuff. So there's like a combat element to it, but also you're you're doing like the tower defense kind of thing where you're setting up these traps and keeping enemies back and then you can also go one-on-one with them as like they kind of filter through your stuff so definitely definitely a fun looking game and uh currently mostly positive rating on steam so that's good all right dominic that's it for the week you got anything else i'm good Alright, you can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. The podcast is at Superpod. S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there where all the previous podcasts have been posted, as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast. And uh, also iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Spotify. I'm hearing people talk about how podcasts are on Amazon now. I have not yet checked out to see if that's the case with ours, because I feel like our podcast just ends up places without our permission. But that's a whole other thing, Dominic. So, <laughs> until next time, guys. See you later. All right. See you.